Well, welcome back to the Walk as Jesus Walk podcast series. And in today's message, we're going to focus on one of Jesus's most well-known parables, the parable of the sower. We're also going to look at why Jesus taught in parables. Uh, He used to teach many things in parables, but yet the people who heard them, the people in the crowd, they listened to the parables, but they had absolutely no idea what Jesus was talking about. I'm also confident that many of our future podcasts will be on the teachings of Jesus and, and of course, to include his parables. Understanding what Jesus taught to his disciples, well, that's so important for us if we're in Christ, because it will help us to walk more closely to how Jesus walked. Now, the parable of the sower is actually found in three of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The account from the Gospel of Matthew is what we're going to look at here in Matthew chapter 13. And it reads like this, that that same day, Jesus went out of the house and he sat by the sea. Well, such a large crowd had gathered around him. He had to get in a boat and he went in a boat and he sat down and while all the other people stood on the shore to listen. And he told them many things in parables saying, the farmer went out to sow his seed and he was sowing and some of the seed fell along the path. And the birds came and they devoured it. Some fell on rocky ground where there wasn't much soil. And it sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun rose, the seedlings were scorched. And they withered. And they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the seedlings. Still other seed fell on good soil and produced a crop. A hundredfold, sixtyfold, or thirtyfold. He who has an ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He knew that many weren't listening. And he's not talking about whether they were trying to interpret this from their own cognitive abilities, their own mind. They weren't hearing the message because they didn't have ears to hear him. Now, after sharing this parable, The disciples came to Jesus and they asked him, why do you speak to the people in parables? They knew that the people didn't understand. And he replied, the knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Jesus clearly is stating that my disciples who are with me in me will understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but those who are not will not. Whoever has will be given more, Jesus said, and he will have an abundance. And whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's hearts has grown callous. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and then they will turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, he says to his disciples, because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, 
many prophets and righteous men. They longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. Hence, who is it that has the knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven? Jesus makes it clear that it's only the few, those who are in his body, the church, not the institutionalized church, his body, the body of Christ, will understand. There's a reason behind that. He, he goes on and explains that here in a moment, but that means that no matter how many hours that someone spends tending church services or memorizing scripture or may study under the tutelage of men who are somewhere teaching some great theological stuff and they claim to know Christ, but they never understood these mysteries. And they will never understand these mysteries unless they are in Christ. You see, mankind today, just as the scribes of old that confronted Jesus, they seek to understand the scriptures from God's perspective, but they can't. They can't because they do not have the spirit living within them to teach them these truths. This is the spirit of Jesus that was promised that when we are transformed, when we are born again, comes to live within us and teaches us all things and teaches us the truth. In John chapter 8, verses 43 through 47, it tells us what Jesus really feels about people with hardened hearts, blinded by false teachings, and who like to follow all these other ways other than him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. But so many people like to follow a doctrine or a church or a denomination or something other than Jesus. Well, Jesus was clear with the scholars at that time, and he's clear with the scholars today. Why do you not understand what I am saying, Jesus said? It is because you are unable to accept my message. You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, refusing to uphold the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language because he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I speak to you the truth, you do not believe me. Now, which of you can prove me guilty of sin? If I speak the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears the words of God. That's what Jesus said. Whoever belongs to God hears the words of God. The reason that you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Many today make the claim, and they cannot understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, because they don't have the Holy Spirit, because they do not belong to God. Now, Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, and here he's talking to them because they weren't growing spiritually, because they were listening to all kinds of things other than the truth. They were listening to slick-speaking teachers, and they were so divided. And he says, among the mature, however, we speak a message of wisdom. Among the mature, a message of wisdom, but not the wisdom 
this age or the rulers of this age, not trying to figure out and become a scholar and be scholarly and be able to try to figure out the mysteries of God from a, a human intellect. Because he says that those things are coming to nothing. No, we speak of the mysterious and hidden wisdom of God, which he destined for our glory before time began. Now, none of the rulers of this age understood it. And much goes to the same today. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Rather, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him, for those who are his, for those who are in him. But God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. Not by us reading and memorizing, trying to understand, but God has revealed his mysteries and his truths to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except his own spirit within him? So too, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. And this is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. A natural man he doesn't accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. That's why there's so many divisions in the institutionalized church, because there's so many natural men, men and women alike, who cannot accept the things that are from God, because they don't have the Spirit of God. For them, these are foolishness, and he cannot understand them. Because they are spiritually discerned, and that's the only way you can understand them. They are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man judges all things, but he himself is not subject to anyone's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. He is our mind. We are his body. He is the head. Well, after Jesus shared about the uh, parable of the sower, and then he taught why he actually taught with parables. He got his disciples together and he explained the parable of the sower more closely. He said, consider then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the message of the kingdom, but does not understand it, that's the gospel, the good news. Well, if they don't understand it, the evil one, that's the adversary, that's the devil, comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. Now, the seed that was on the rocky ground is the one who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he remains only for a season. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, because of uh, Christ himself, he quickly falls away. Well, the seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, hears it. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth, those are the two things in, in this world that draw us away 
actually causes them to no longer remain in Christ. And it says they become unfruitful. They cannot become unfruitful unless they were once fruitful. So the deceitfulness of wealth and the worries of life actually choke the word within them and they become unfruitful. But the seed sown on good soil is the one who hears the word and understands it because they allow the Spirit of God to continue to feed that truth into their hearts. He indeed bears fruit and produces a crop a hundredfold, sixtyfold, or thirtyfold. Now in Matthew 6, 24, Jesus said, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And for that matter, Jesus was talking about God or anything else, the world's system. You cannot serve God and this world. You must choose one or the other. Wait a second. Can I just go to church and be a, a Christian and still live my life in this world? Where is your heart at is the question. Where is your heart at? Because you cannot have your heart pointed at the world and at Jesus. Jesus said you cannot serve two masters. Now, consistent with the parable of the sower, in the very same chapter, chapter 13 of Matthew, Jesus gives us another parable. It's in Matthew 13, 24 through 30, and it deals with the sowing of seeds. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and slipped away. And when the wheat sprouted and bore again, then the weeds also appeared. The owner of the servant came and he said to him, sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the, the weeds come from? An enemy did this, Jesus replied. He, so the servants asked him, do you want us to then pull it up? No, he said. If you pull up the weeds now, you might uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds, tie them into bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat into the barn. What Jesus was teaching from the mysteries of heaven from a spiritual standpoint was that his word, the seed, was planted. But yet here came Satan and he planted weeds among the seeds planted by Christ. Now, when he did this, he slipped away and they sprouted up together. And of course, the angel said, wow, should we pull those weeds now? And Jesus said, no, wait until the harvest, because I will separate the wheat from the weeds. So I, I just said this before so many times, and I'll say it again. There are only two kinds of people in this world. Those who are in Christ and those who are not. The body of Christ is fluent. And some will choose to follow Jesus, but most will not. This includes even those that maybe did, but they didn't remain. They didn't persevere. 
They found the worries in the world or the wealth and the fame. They found things in this world that were more desirable and they fell away. It is our heart condition, either towards Christ or towards this world, that will make a difference when our souls pass from life in this world into eternity. Then we will be judged. And we'll be judged not on what we did or didn't do. I was a good person or I didn't do a lot of bad things or whatever the case. But instead, we will be judged on where our heart was focused when we died in this world. Were we in Christ or were we in this world and of this world? Thus, in closing, for those of us who are in Christ, we must understand that those who remain in this world with their hardened hearts towards God, that they cannot understand the truths that we wish to share with them about the gospel and the good news. But they, they just won't understand it unless they turn their hearts to the Lord. And once they turn their hearts to the Lord, then they will start to hear from the Spirit who will penetrate them deeply and we'll see where that seed lands. Will it not be understood and be snatched away? Will it be understood and somebody get joyous and go out and, and start telling other people about Jesus and as soon as they're persecuted, fall away? Or will they even grow up in the church their whole lives? But yet the worries of this life or the, the desires of the flesh will cause them to no longer persevere and fall from the Christ. And at that point, Will, they will be judged on where their heart was focused when they died in this world. And so God is definitely wanting the souls of every person in this world. That is the harvest. He wants to reconcile them back to himself. And that's why Jesus died. But unless they turn their hearts, it is impossible. Understanding the mysteries of the kingdom that's reserved for us who remain in Christ. And this understanding, we know, if we understand the truths behind the gospel, behind the words and the mysteries of heaven, that it will help us to walk as Jesus walked.